0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Man, God is good, ain't he? You feel that in here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Write this down. How many are taking some? I ain't done. Now I got a word to seal the whole deal. You ready for it? Write this down. The wait is over. I heard from the Lord. I was coming back. I said, Lord, what am I going to say? He said, tell him the wait is over. I said, what do you mean the wait is over? He said, oh, the waiting is over. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, that just means this, that whatever you're believing God for, you're going to see. You understand what I just said there? Some of you in this position, you're waiting. Well, no, 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 no. It ain't just It ain't just waiting. It, it, it's. It's receiving what you've been waiting for, whether you see it or not. Sometimes we sit back too lethargic as a church. And we say, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. No, 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 no. Don't just wait for it. The wait's over. Receive it and then let God move and activate. Just receive it. Sometimes you just got to receive it. Sometimes you're like, well, I think I got to do this. So I gotta... No, 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 no. Just receive it. And then there might be a time period of waiting, but the wait is over. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give you a couple things right here, and then I got a little scripture for you. I think God, now, now listen, you know what's funny? I got a text message. I said this in the morning service, and, you know, I got all these guys in here, you know, some got like spiritual sons, and it was like, I asked the Lord right before, you know, what it was? it's our kid. It was cute. He said, I asked God right before you asked this question, where does he get this stuff from? In the morning service, I said, where do you think I get this stuff from? You know know what I'm saying? Like, where does he come up with this stuff? If I come in here and tell you something about you, it's because I went and got it in God. I didn't just go, you understand me? If I come in here and tell you you can, I I went and got that in God. You know, you ever see that new commercial with the Pinocchio? You ever see that thing? That is the funniest commercial going. You ever see that Pinocchio guy? You didn't see it? He goes, you ever see it? Did you see it? He goes, you got potential. And the guy goes, you know. You know what I'm saying? Was, you didn't see it? He's looking at this dude. This dude's a real, like, you know, he looks like a real poindexter this guy he's got over here. He's like, you know, and it's at, like to the get, the, it looks like he's at a Tony Robbins seminar. You know what I'm saying? Come on, you're a champion. You can do it all. You're the greatest salesman in the world. He looks at me and goes, you got potential? And the guy's like, just sitting there like some dude like, yeah, we're going to make it. And this guy's going, he's like lying all day long. He's like, I don't think he got potential. That ain't what I'm doing. That ain't what I'm doing. I'm not coming in here and selling you on something that's not true out of the word of God. But I could be preaching Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. You understand what I'm saying? Where am I getting this stuff? And why am I giving it to you? Because it's for you. Now there's other people all around the country hearing things that they need to hear. Why would you hear your daddy's preaching right now in the Bahamas? You know what he's preaching? A word. He's preaching it to the body. Why am I preaching this to this body? Because it's your word. If you, white right, Bishop Jakes is in Texas preaching a word, the word to that body. Now watch, if you go get that word, you could partake on what he said. You know what I'm saying? Brother Copeland is standing somewhere in Texas preaching a word. If you go get the Skype, Doc's preaching. Come on, Dr. John is blowing it up right now in Chicago. Well, you you got to go get the podcast to get that word. That word is in that house at this moment in time. But guess where you're sitting right now? You're sitting. You could be in Colorado hearing something. You could be with Brother Andrew right now sitting there. Hello? But you're right here right now in this moment in time. Why? Some of you, my God in heaven, some of you ain't supposed to be here right now. But you're here right now. And you thought it was this time the other thing. No, you're here right now. You're here right now, in a moment in time, to hear a word. We are too, I'm telling you, we are too unsensitive to the things of God and think we go to, some people just go to church. In this place, there ain't nothing about no going to church. We're going to hear something in a moment in time. So this is your moment in time. If you squander it, that's on you. But don't say you didn't get it. So you got to absorb what I'm saying because I'm talking to you. You gotta believe what I'm saying because I'm talking to you. I ain't talking to myself. I'm not trying to preach myself to a place to get myself happy. I'm happy all the time, glory to God. I'm already happy, but I got the overflow to give to you. And everybody watch by the screen. There's people who don't even go to church in the local community, and I don't got no problem with it because they're sitting on the screen, connected here, because we pastor them from all over the world. Guess what? i would do the same thing. Because if my job couldn't get me where I wanted to be, my God in heaven, I'm gonna go connect to what I need to get. Come on, somebody. Hello? Hello? So this ain't about what I want to do. This is about where God put me in a moment in time to hear something. So I'm, I'm, I'm wild enough to believe it, okay? Because I think like that. I talk like that. I live like that. You think it's that important? I think your destiny's on the line is what I think. I do. I'm wild enough to believe it. Because you know why I've seen too many people walk away from their destiny and they think they're in the will of God and they ain't nowhere near in the will of God. Because God works in order and when you know the order, you know how God works. They're okay. They got Jesus. They're going to go to heaven. When they get there, it's going to be a big problem because God's going to be like, I had so much more for you, but you took the low road when I had the high road, and you should have stood in what made you uncomfortable because let me let you in a secret. God does not work in comfort. If you're comfortable, God's probably not in it because the will of God is not found in comfort. It's found in the discomfort of the unknown because God's going to have a place where he stretches you all the time because your dependency cannot be in you, but in him in you. Do you get that? Well, this is easy. I could do this. Then you probably ain't even touched the will of God yet. When you're out of your mind and know you can't do it because He's got you in something you over your head. You ever getting water over your head? I could swim pretty good. But you ever getting water over your head? You ever go way out and you can't find the bottom? And you ever go out so far when you dive down to go find the bottom? Tell me you don't know what I'm talking about. You go down to try to find it and you can't find the bottom. That's a little freaky, bro. Why? Because I don't know where dry dry ground is, and I can't find it. And if I can't swim real good, bro, I'm out here way over my head. You start thinking about Jesus real quick. You know what I'm saying? You, like, swim down and say, hey, where's the bottom? We went to that last trip. I I got out there deep, man. I was like, there ain't no bottom here, bro. The bottom's way down there. I ain't going to get to the bottom, so I better learn how to swim real quick out here. Because guess what? The bottom ain't showing up for a while. Some of you got to get that deep with God. I don't have no safety net with Jesus. So take these words, put them in your spirit, and believe it's for you. I got to prep you up because i got to get these points to you because when I read this thing to you, you got to get it, all right? Number one, write this down. The anointing of God needs faith. The anointing of God needs faith for it to flow in your life. The anointing of God needs faith. That's First John 2.20, the anointing of God. you got an anointing from the Holy One. Now, anointing means this. you got his presence on you. You know why? Because he made you. He created you. And don't you ever think less of yourself. You understand me? Don't ever think less of yourself. Don't ever think less of yourself. Don't look at it. You are not allowed to look in the mirror and believe what you think about you unless it's good. Don't you look in the mirror and think, well, I'm thinking something different than me. You got the wrong opinion about yourself. And Jesus only got one idea about you. He loves you. And you might say, well, my performance isn't that hot. Who cares? He didn't love you because of your performance. He loved you for your position. Can you get it? 1 John 2.20. You want to see it? They'll pop it up there. First John 2.20, you know what First John 2.20 says? You have an unction from the Holy One. You know what that means? You got an anointing. Everybody say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. You know what the anointing is? You're smeared in, rubbed on, presence of God. Yeah. You got it on you. Yeah. He rubbed it in. You know what it's like? You ever put hand lotion on? Smell, you know what I'm saying? You, you ever do it? I, I use cologne. All the, I like, I go, every time I go to like the cologne, I smell like eight different clones. I tell you that all the time. Pastor Liz, I come out, I smell so good, I got 18 different things on. Pastor Liz is like, what fragrance is that? I said, I don't know. I got eight of them on. I got one on this side, one on that side, one on my hand, one over here. One time I got really, really cute. I'm going to put it on my elbow. I got like eight different things. Because I got to see how it goes on my skin, otherwise then I ain't going to like it later on. You know, you don't do this? I'm a little jacked up. You do because you're a chemist. He made me cologne. He makes cologne. Go see him, man. It smells just like the real stuff, man. Would you make me that other stuff? I got, new, I got a new one for you, too. Make me something new. Right, yeah. Make up some stuff that never been made. I like unique. Just make something that smells good. Praise God. I'll smell like flowers or something. It'll be cute. Right? I ain't going to smell like flowers. You lighten up. You guys don't laugh. It's like, you guys wear me out. I come in here, y'all stiff. Like, he wants me to smell like dirt. The other guy wants to right? okay. But when you, you, you what? You, you have that fragrance. God's fragrance gets on you. That's not why people don't like you. It's not your personality. They just don't like the fragrance you carry. Mm-hmm. I don't get along with everybody. Not because you don't play nice, because you don't smell nice. You don't stink, but your aroma reminds them of death. That's the Bible. He said you got an aroma that comes out of you whether you believe it or not. For some people, they smell it, they get life out of it. Other people smell you, they smell death in them. That's the Bible. Yeah, that's why you ain't got no friends. As he said, that's why you ain't got no friends. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say, that's why you ain't got no friends. (laughs) Let me tell you, when you change your scent, you change your association. Woo! You better tweet that. When When you change your fragrance, you change your association. You do, because not everybody likes the way you smell when you change your environment. Well, aren't you like we used to be? Because I ain't the old guy you used to know. I'm a new guy, and you're a new girl. Look what it says here, First John 2.20. Y'all looking at me like Pastor Chris, you still fasting. First John 2.20, but you have an unction from the Holy One, you know all things. Look at 27. 27 says this, you an unction, that anointing will teach you everything. Just say this, I'm anointed. But the anointing which you have received from Him abideth in you. See that? Where's that anointing? And where, where in you? How'd you get it? God gave him you. But the anointing which you have received, you need not that any man teach you. Did you get that? Can you pull that in? Look at Revelations one five. Now, when I start preaching this next half of this thing, you better grab it. I don't. You don't even have to understand it. I told you that, right? Don't you got to understand me to take what I tell you about you? Just believe me. Look, if I went to your job, I don't know about do. you know. Like, all right, look, I use, I use, I use the guys I know. Like, I can use Todd, you lawyer, that's easy. Pilot, I don't go in there and tell him how to fly the plane, bro. Why? Because you don't know how to fly one, silly. You home playing like Mortal Kombat or something? I don't even know this game, right? You home playing the games? diggy, like, oh, I played the simulator on the Xbox. Shut your mouth! You ain't flying, Jack. I don't get none. I call him up. I say, "Is this legally right?" Last time I had paperwork, he got us in this building. I said, "Remember, I said you know stupid paperwork." He's like, "Just sign the deal. If something goes bogus, we'll get out." I said, "Okay, good." <laughs> yeah, I don't read the fine print. You crazy? I trust him. I go to mortgage guy. I don't gotta ask how much money I gotta pay. He figured out. You know what paperwork goes with a mortgage? Go see Paul until he gets you in the house you want. Get, and if you can't get there, he'll help you. Now listen, some of you got eight bucks. Chill out. Get a plan. But he can get you in the house if you close. You know what I mean? He'll show you how to do it, right? And if he can't get you there, he'll show you how to get here. You understand what I'm saying? He's got to go do all the paperwork. I just trust him. I don't ask, tell him, "Oh, I think you should do this when you bring it down." No, just bring the thing. And I'm not telling. I don't tell, Oh, I think I'm a lawyer. No, I think I'm a preacher. Stay in your lane. Hush your mouth and stay in your lane. I'll tell Courtney how to go play them drums. God knows you can play them things, man. Leave him alone. Right? Well, I think you should add a little symbol in it. Shut up, Pastor Chris. Man, you don't know, he would never say that, but I'm saying it to myself. I don't know nothing about no symbols. Trust the people around you. So when I tell I'm prepping you, because when I tell you, you better believe about you now. Because you say, well, I believe it. Well, do you really? Who's this word for? Who gave it to me to give to you? Maybe God thinks a lot better about you than you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm just an errand Don't get mad. Don't get mad. The FedEx guy was here this morning. You don't punch him in the face when he brings stuff you don't want. You don't hit the mailman in the head when he brings the bills. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Stop bringing this junk to my mailbox. All you Amazon people love it when oh Amazon's here. <laughs> Amazon, yay! They come on Sunday, yay! Don't bust my chops. I'm just dropping off a package and leaving. You want to throw it in the garbage? That's your business. But I got this package that said COD. Bring it. Bring it. What do you do? It's not cash on delivery. You know what I'm saying? It's connected. Either you're going to take it and take it and connect it on delivery or you're going not. You're going to leave it behind. I ain't connecting with it, so I'll be a rejecter of it. Don't return it to sender. Keep it in the receiver. Look what he said. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begun. Now, I'm not picking on you. I love you, but I want you to catch this. I'm not going to be able to preach on it. Man, if we could ever get like this in church. Am I too serious? You think I'm going to be able to preach this sermon again? God's a one-moment-in-time kind of God, man. And there's anointing on what you say in a moment that ain't going to be there a month from now. Did you catch that? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here today. Look at your neighbor and say, you too? And from Jesus Christ, who was the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Jesus is the prince of the kings of the earth. My question is, When who in the world are the kings in the earth if he's the prince of the kings? I said, is you think it's some dude sitting in London in a castle? The joker in there now don't want to even be in the castle. He's trying to get out, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, who's his, Harry? I don't know. I'm not picking on nobody, but man, I ain't leaving royalty to go be common for nobody. And Jesus... I just got in trouble, didn't I? I don't really care. I live in trouble. Trouble is my name. And unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Now watch this. Watch this. And she just denounced. She got child to, to get rid of me. See, I hear everything. Don't mess with me, mom. And hath made us kings and priests. Now, let me get this. Now, I know what happens. You guys think, well, there's the king and there's the priest. But watch this, and hath made us kings and priests, unto God and his father, to be glory and dominion forever. You got both anointings. You understand what I mean? Because when Abraham met Melchizedek, he sealed the side of the what? The king bringing the offering to the priest, and then basically in a new covenant, put you in position to be both. That means you could be priest in between God and man, you understand that? You could bring petition before God like the priest brings petition before God. And you could also what? Rule and reign like a king in the earth. So you got the office to do both. And hath made us what? Kings. He made you a king. I know you're going to say to me. You say, show me more. And to him be glory and dominion forever. Amen. Look at the next one. Come over here. With, uh, uh, we're going to go with Revelations 5 and 9. Now just pull this in. Just believe it. Everybody say, I believe it. And they sung a new song, saying, "Now are worthy to take the book. And they opened the seals thereof, for Thou was slain, and hast redeemed us to God. Now redeemed who? Me and you. Us to God by the blood of every kindred, every tongue. So He said, He redeemed the world by His blood. Jesus redeemed the world by His blood to God had made us unto our God kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. What's the mean reign on the earth? Now listen, listen, listen. You ain't been put to the earth to be punished. You haven't been put in the earth to struggle. You haven't been put in the earth to kind of squander around and be shot out with trouble. You've been put in the earth to rule and reign like a king. When royalty shows up, I didn't give them this in the morning service. You want to see this? This is good, right? Check this out. This is so good. Right? I think it's good. If you don't think it's good, whatever. Right? A, 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 rule and reign like a king. Now watch this. Everybody say watch this. I want you to go here. This is a new scripture for everybody, okay? Did you get that? And, and, and there it is. Go with me. Before we go to wood, I'm going to take you this one place. Watch this. I'm going jump ahead. I want you to go with me. I want you to go with me and see this thing. Because I think, man, I'll tell you what. This can really bring you to a place. I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 6, 18. We're going to read 18, 19, 20. But I say 18, 19, 20. We're going to read it, okay? You're you writing this down? you go back over it. I'm a king. You got, write this down. You need a superiority complex. Did you understand that? Write it down. Write it down. You need a superior. You understand what I mean by that? We'll, go, we'll find that one. Write down, you need a superiority complex. You got a good notebook? Oh, you got a whole book. Right? Oh, look at all the names you got in there Joel Osteen. Who else you got? Woo! Oh, Joyce Myers. Robert Jeffrey. I like Jeffries. That little Joker is something else, ain't he? You ever see him? You ever watch that guy? Man, he yelled at this dude on TV one time. I laughed so hard on CNN. I don't even want to tell you what he told that guy. He said, you're the devil, sir. I was like, praise be to God. God bless the Baptist. <laughs> he a little Baptist dude, right? He was funny. This dude's like, well, you know, this is not a this is not a gospel of hate. He said, that is the devil. The whole Bible, that Bible you got the devil. I was like, praise be to God. God bless the Baptist. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, did you get there? I'm waiting for you to get there. I know what it says. Where did I find these scriptures? Where did I find these scriptures? Who gave them to me? Who gave them to me? Who God given to me for? For who? For you? You gonna believe what I say about you? God already wrote it about you. I'm just showing you what He or I already discovered about you. You don't know nothing about you. Just believe what I say about you. Now, said so that I mean? Just believe. What, just believe what I tell you. You are. You don't know enough about you yet. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to just said. What he say? What he say? My God in heaven. He said I'm a king. Puff up a little bit. My God in heaven. He's messing with royalty around here. Come on, you know that's who you are. You get a superiority complex by revelation. You understand? Know You're like, I got, I got no, I ain't got no, I ain't got no money, no king. You'll get it if you act like one. It'll find you. People will connect to you. You understand know what I'm saying? Because it's what you carry. You're getting revelation. It'll hit your life by the demand of revelation. It doesn't come just because you position yourself right in the earth. It comes because you demand it by revelation. You ain't even saying nothing. You're just carrying it. Does that make sense? You ain't saying nothing. You're just carrying it, and because you carry it, it attracts. But if you ain't carrying it, you can't attract it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You got to be a carrier through revelation, and then you'll attract it. You say that's a law? You better believe it. It's the law of vision. Law of vision is you see it first, and then what you carry while you walk, other people see and attract. You see it? You guys are so smart. This is awesome. You're pulling this in. I love it. You see what I'm saying? You carry it. And then everything around you goes, oh, that, he got it. And it comes to you. She got it. it comes to you. And you just say something? You didn't say nothing. You're just carrying it through revelation. Revelation gives you access to stuff you can't get any other way. You believe it, receive it. Did anything happen? Nah, bro. Watch this. You believed and received, and the minute you did, you got access to something. The access you get something to is not determined by anything you do, but what has been done for you. You step into it, then you see it. Do you understand? You step into it, then you see it. It might take a little time to get some of it to understand, it, but you're going to get it. Look says. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Boom. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that may open my mouth boldly, if I say boldly, to make known what is the mystery of the gospel. Okay? For which I am an ambassador. Underline ambassador. Write it down, ambassador. Okay? Now, Paul said he was an ambassador because of the gospel. In bonds, therein I speak boldly as I ought to speak. Guess what? You're an ambassador too. Now, let me explain to you what an ambassador is, okay? Because you, you might not get this, but this is who you are, okay? And we're talking about this is who you are. I don't care what you think you are. This is who you are. And you better not stop talking like this. Let me show you what an ambassador is protected by the country he represents. You understand this? An ambassador is an accredited diplomat set by a country as its official representative to a foreign country. You from heaven. And check this out, you ready for this? Is an accredited diplomat sat by a company and it's official representative to a foreign country and the rules of that country don't apply to him. So if you are an ambassador from another country and you come to America, I care what you do in America, I'm not bound by American law, I'm bound by the law where I came from. And I have diplomatic immunity. You know what diplomatic immunity is? I'm immune to all your rules and regulations and can basically do what I want to do, and I could be hell-bent as crazy, but guess what? Here's the legal counsel. Guess what? The only thing you would do is kick me out, but you can't really try me at this stuff. Why? I got immunity from your problem. You, now, let me tell you something. You are. You've been sent by heaven. You're an ambassador to the earth. Didn't he say you're supposed to rule and reign over the earth? Come on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, He did. Supposed to rule and reign as an ambassador in the earth. And here's the good news. You have spiritual immunity from the contamination that's in the earth. And let me tell you what the best news is. You are immune to the works and the attacks of the devil because you do not come from the realm that he comes from. Even Now let me tell you right now, you're going to put him in your place today. You're going to put him in your place. You're going to put him in place today. You cannot. I'm immune to sick because I came from heaven and there ain't no sick in heaven. I'm immune to broke because there ain't no broke in heaven, so I ain't gonna take no broke in the earth. I'm immune to trials and tribulation. Because my God before me, who could be against me? Heaven doesn't have no trial. Heaven doesn't have no tribulation. Heaven doesn't have nothing but the blessing. Heaven doesn't have problems. Heaven doesn't have mental anguish. Heaven only has freedom. Heaven only has joy, joy, peace, love, and the Holy Ghost. And I got news to you. Just because you're in the earth don't mean you got to participate. I am immune to the problems in the earth because I am an ambassador sent from heaven to the earth to have dominion. And I ain't participating in this nonsense. It's a revelation. It's a revelation. That's who I am. Want to hear more about this? And the rules of that country don't apply to him. The rule, this is so good. The rules of his country overrides the country he's in. I got a mandate from heaven. You can't pray in the Holy Ghost in here. Watch me. I got a rule from heaven. You can't talk like that about it. Watch me. I got a mandate from heaven. You can't act like that up in here. Are you don't you, you, you talk about all that. Now, nah, watch me. Watch me, because I got I I jurisdiction from heaven that overrides the earth. Well, you can't do that. Watch me. And I ain't being belligerent or acting, you know, ugly. But I got... Rules that you don't live by, but I live by them. I live by them. I live by every rule from heaven. I don't live by the rules of the earth. I honor some of them, but when they make me cross grain with this book, tells me, sorry, it's got to go. You see what I'm saying? You're an ambassador. What is diplomatic immunity? It's legal immunity That ensures diplomats are given safe passage and considered not susceptible to the laws of prosecution under the host country's laws. If God called you an ambassador, then you're going to have to live according to heaven's law. You are owner of the whole earth, and ye have stewardship responsibility. I'm blowing your mind right now. You're thinking, if I'm owning the world, bro, somebody forgot to tell me. That's why you came to church today. You ain't putting up with this mess no more. I'm going to pound this in you. I'll come back next week and give you more. You understand know what I'm saying? Now, look, I know that's a little stretch. What do you mean I'm supposed to rule and reign? Ephesians, Ephesians said rule and reign like a king. Romans said rule and reign like a king. I'm supposed to rule and reign like a king. Well, how's a king rule and reign? King, king don't care. Let me tell you what a king doesn't have a problem with. Righteousness. A king does not have an unrighteous bone in his body. A king knows when I say it, it's got to be done. You're going to start putting value in your voice. You're going to start putting value in your mouth. You're going to start putting value in your words. The only reason why you're talking stupid is because you don't value what you hear. I'm not saying, I didn't say you're stupid. Please don't say, I'm not being disrespectful. You talk stupid. You talk like lost people. You act like lost people because you don't know who you are. I do the same thing. I talk dumb as a rock sometimes. Then I rebuke myself, repent, and get over it. But I know I don't have to talk like that. But pressure makes you talk weird. Pressure makes you talk weird. That's the only reason why you got pressure in your life is to get you to say something wrong. Don't say nothing wrong. Stop talking bad about yourself. Don't you say nothing bad about yourself. You understand? Nothing bad about yourself. None of you. Who are you, you talking about God's property like that? You don't even belong to yourself. Your body's not your own. God gives you. Every time you talk bad about yourself, you talk bad about what God made you. You're telling God, God, you, you messed up when you made me. Ain't nothing messed up with you. You're perfect and fearfully and wonderfully made. You know what I'm saying? Stop talking this nonsense about you. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not this. I'm not that. My God in heaven, look in the mirror and say, praise be to God. I can't wait for tomorrow. Things are getting better every minute. You know what I'm saying? I know that ain't easy, but you got to start working like that. Now, look at this scripture. I told you wait's over, right? I got a scripture for you. Want to read it? Some of you read it in the morning. Man, I'll tell you what. This thing got me. This thing got me. You want, you want to see another one? You I'm gonna mess you up if you believe me. Psalm one fifteen sixteen. How are you gonna get around this? Psalm one fifteen sixteen. Now your level of your level. I'm gonna tell you something here now. Your level of participation is showing me your place of revelation. I ain't got no problem with that. I'll work on it. But I need you to read this. You see this? God wrote this about you, bro. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth had to give into the children of men. God said, heaven's mine, but earth is yours. I got it. And let me tell you something. Everything you need is laid up already. <sighs> Man, I got a revelation in this. I'm telling you, I'm going to be jacked up. I'm messed up. I got this thing in me. You understand what I just said? Some of you ain't even paying attention. you can about crazy not paying attention. Did you get what I just said? You, too, you some of you too distracted. I, 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 the neighbor, if someone sitting next to me get me distracted, I'll punch them in the head. Move your seat. You hear what I just said? There's weight going to hit this room. You understand what I just said? It's laid up for you before you got here. He said, I gave you the earth. He said, I'll keep heaven. You got the earth. Jerry, do you hear what I just said? God said, I'll take heaven. I'll give you earth. To do what? Shine. Let your brilliance shine in the earth. My God in heaven. And tell him I sent you. Woo! Woo! And I gave the earth to the children of men. Who are the children of men? Me and you. And I gave you dominion to rule like a king. You got a revelation, man. i was supposed to rule and reign like a king. Wait a minute, something's shifting in here. Something's changing in my position, in my DNA, because I know whose I am, and I know who I belong to. And I know that I'm connected to the king, and I got a revelation. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I got a revelation today, the earth is mine. God gave me the earth. My God in heaven. Look at the earth. Man, you know what? God made Italy for me. Mmm. God made Greece for me. Mmm. God made Jerusalem for I'm not kidding. God made it for me. Uh, that ocean, he made it for me to go swimming in it. It's my pool. The water of the earth is my pool because God loves me that much. You you stay there and you stay there in no superiority. I'm gonna go enjoy the earth. I'm going away. I'll be back when I get back. Hopefully you can I'm going to go to Jamaica and you wanna know what? I'm gonna to go to Bahamas. I'm gonna to go to Bahamas, hang out with your dad real soon. We're gonna go and I'm gonna walk on that pearly white sand and I'm gonna have a blast and swim in nice cool blue water because God made it for me. And you too, if you could participate. So I are mean like I'm gonna stay in the bus. I just don't really feel like I belong here. I don't really feel like I should be here. God made the mountains for you. So you can look at them and go, look at the mountains. Praise be to God. God made the sand for me to put my toes in it. Glory to God. God did it. It's for you too. Hey, look, you didn't put your trunks on and nobody was coming to the beach with me. Bump y'all. Stay here in the building. I could care less. It's hot. I'm going in the water. See what I'm saying? You got to get a revelation of what I'm trying to tell you today. He gave you the earth to have dominion, to be a king. Put your mouth on kingship. Put your mouth. You think these kids? These kids ain't going to live no other way but the way you say. Because if the king says something, the earth bows down to what the king says. Situation, why, why ain't it changing? You don't know who you are up until now. I'm an ambassador and heaven's backing me up. When I say it, I don't care what's going on. It's got to change. Made you the earth. He said, I, I, uh, I'll keep heaven, you take earth. What? How are you going to undo that? Is God lying? Who got, who got who did he give the earth to? Then what you doing with the earth he gave you? It... Letting you let it tell you who you are, that's what you've been doing. Let you been letting the earth tell you what to think about you. That's what you've been doing. What you doing with this earth I gave you? Letting you tell me how much of it you can live in it. Not no more. King's here. Not no more. Telling you what little square what little square piece you can have. Not no more. Not no more. Telling you, look, look, you can have this much, but don't you try to go. No, you don't understand. It's all mine. You don't understand. It's all mine. And it might be a revelation today, but it's going to be a, let me tell you what. It might be a revelation today, but it's going to become a reality tomorrow. You understand what I just said? It might be a revelation today, but it's going to become a reality tomorrow because I ain't letting it go. 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 It might be a revelation today, but it's going to become a reality tomorrow because I'm going to brainwash myself to the promise that God gave me because there's nothing untrue about what he said about me. I just got to discover who I am. And this next season is going to be the best season of my life. Now watch this. You like that one? Now watch this one. Watch this, because I ain't done with you. I got a little bit more time with you. you. You give me five minutes. Well, undo some of this stuff. Undo Psalms 82, 5. Psalms 82, 5, 67. They didn't get this in the morning service. I didn't have time. I got time with you. Can you give me five minutes? That means like 10, but. Thank you, Brittany. Brittany said, take your time. I'm taking my time. I'm talking about you. You believe this? Yeah. I go home and listen. I'm going to tell you what. We should burn a CD of this or something. Get the podcast. Get the podcast. You need to go back and listen to this a thousand times. Just keep it, I'm a king. I'm a royalty. Talk to yourself. I, I, it'd be great if you do because you'll step in your position. You ready for this? You can't undo the word of God. You, you could reject it, but you can't undo it. It's what he said about you. If you don't choose to take it, that's on you. But here's what he said about you. He said you're a king, you're rolling like a king. Ain't nobody messing with the king. Nobody you think anybody gives the king a problem? No, they just bow down. The king's coming. You the king of kings. Watch this. You ready for this? Watch what look at five six. Seven. If you can figure out, if you can figure out verse six, God bless you. If you can undo verse six, that's your own business. But look at five. They they know not, neither will they understand. They walk in darkness and all the foundation of the earth are out of course. Oh, that's great. I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. Well, who do you make a God? Oh, Brother Copeland got hammered for this one. Oh, he had crucified him for it. He told the church they were gods and he got hammered for it. Well, I'm just reading the Bible. Does it say you're a God? Undo that with your little Christianese theology you got. How you gonna undo it? You can't undo it. There's only one way to read it. He made you a little lower than him, but he made you a God in the earth. What's that mean? He ain't sharing like godship, but guess what he is sharing? You understand what I mean. There's only one God. But he made ye gods. What you mean? You work like God in the earth. See what it is? you call those things that be known like God did, and he does the same thing he would do if he was here. You operate the kingdom of heaven just like God would in the earth, and the earth bows down and obeys you. You understand what I'm saying? You operate like God. Look at the next verse. We'll read verse 7. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. You want to keep acting like a man? They left that part out, but I didn't. I'm telling you, oh, you want to act like a man? Go die like a man in the earth. But when you start acting like God, something's got to change. See what I'm saying? Don't walk around like natural man. Don't, But you shall die like man. He made you like a God in the earth. But you're going to act like a man? Act like a man. You're going to die like a natural man? Look like a natural man? Live like a natural man? Talk like a natural man? Ride what a natural man rides. Live in what a natural man lives in. Eat what natural man eat. How many of you want that? You want that for your kids? Give the education that a natural man gives his kids. Go ahead. How you like that? I don't like it. How about you pick up the God side and live the blessed life. Live the best life. Live the life that's exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. Start walking like God. Start talking like God. Start acting like God. Start decreeing and decreeing like God. He said, you are one. I'm going to do what God did. That's why I said, be, be like God. And God, who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Be like God, quickened the dead, call those things that be not like they were. Why? Because they are. Let me... Let me leave you this. And I'll leave you in the next scripture. Why are you allowed to call things that be not as though they were? They are! You'll get on a ride home. God who calls those things that be not as though they were. Or are. Because they are. Because when you say it, they are. Call those things that don't look like they're happening, like they're happening because they are. Right. But you got to say it. you got to say it. And you got to believe the things which he says. He didn't say believe what I say when he talked about confession. He said, and whosoever shall say in the mountain, be thou, be thou cast at sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. God didn't say you got to believe what I said. you got to believe what you say. And until you believe what you say, you'll never believe what he said. Can you believe what comes out of your mouth? And believe whatsoever he says, he can move mountains. What happens if you don't believe? Uh, Listen, God's credibility and character is not in question. Yours is. Listen what I mean by that. Can you can you qualify for what's coming out of your mouth? Hardest thing for you to do is confess something you believe in front of people that don't believe it. Because now your character's in line. Can you really say it? You better say it. Say it anyway. Say it anyway. See what I'm saying? It's hard in front of a witness to say God's going to get you out when you don't even know, but you've got to trust. I'm not worried about your character. I'm worried about your confidence sometimes. That's why sin's the worst thing you can get involved with. Get away from it. Not because it ruins you. God, let me tell you something. This is nonsense about sin separating you from God. It's baloney. Sin does not separate you from God. Let me explain. Jesus took care of sin once and for all on a cross. It's done. You can get the communion, because I'll be here nine hours if I don't see the communion thing. All right. Because I'm in a good pocket. Sin does not separate you from God. You know what I'm saying? I I don't care what anybody tells you. Nothing can separate you from God, because God got rid of sin once and for all. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew sin separated you from the beginning, so God's never going to let that happen again, so he's not going to allow that. So here's what sin does. screws up your consciousness and screws up your confidence. When you sin, you are not confident. When you're not confident, you don't come boldly to nothing, and you do not believe you're going to receive from God, so you mess your head up. So sin is miserable, and it robs you of confidence. You see that? And confidence is what you got to keep, because confidence has great recompense of reward. Does that make sense? So when you go act like a bonehead, and then you come back, you're like, oh, I don't really feel confident. That's why you run away from God, is because sin has messed up your what? Confidence. You see it, and then what happens is You ain't confident about nothing about God, and then you stay away from God, and you get all weirded out with God, and then you think, well, God don't, God got away from me. No, you got away from God. Just run back, repent, and call it a day. That's all you got to do. You like that? Yeah, it's good. That's what I do, too. Your confidence gets on. Man, I ain't living right. I'm not living right. Yeah, your confidence is screwed up when you're not living right. That's all. God did not not love you. You come in there, running there with all the sin in the world. God don't, oh, you're here with sin. Oh, my God. Heaven starts to, you know, oh, my God, you got sin and you were running to God. You know, you did. Like, what do you think? It's like, there's like some kind of quarantine thing. Like, whoo, whoa, 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 There's a sinner. Here's a sinner. Come on, man. Paid the price for your sin for crying out loud. He ain't worried about your sin. Coming in there out jacked up, laid on the altar, get washed up, and get ready to go. Messes up your confidence, though. What do you do when you see you ain't running near God? You're trying to run away from God. I want God coming to get me. Now, what did I tell you? The wait's over, Right. Look at this scripture. Man, this scripture, man. This Amos scripture. I didn't even know this was in the Bible. Look at this Amos 9.13. This is it. Message Bible. Write this down. This is your word for today. Everybody look at your neighbor. Say, this is your word. Look at your neighbor. Say, look at your neighbor. You ain't your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. How you looking at me, but you looking at your neighbor? Look at your neighbor. If you got a name, then I don't know if I got a name. Man, some of you people can't. You would never make it in school. Jeez, man. Look at your neighbor. Your neighbor's next to you. There you go. There you. Go. Some of you are still looking at me. My God in heaven, man. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, this is your word. Look at your other neighbor. Say, neighbor, Victor, you're looking at your phone. Look to the left. Look to the right. Come on. Mod on. You guys are something else. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, this is your word. Look at the person in front of you. Tap him on the shoulder. Say, hey, you, this is your word. Turn around. Look at the person on the back of you. Say, hey, neighbor. This is your word. This is for you. Look at the person on the side of you say, this is why you came today. This is why you came today. This is why you're here. Yes, indeed. It won't be long. Now. It's prophetic for the moment. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. That's God's decree. Oh, you better, You bet! Two people are figuring this out. The other one's standing on their feet. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God decreed. How did I find that? Look, I got to help him. I got to help you. I got to help him. The Bible is a hidden mystery book. You dig and find what you need for moments in time. And then you speak them in an atmosphere and release what's in them. I'm going to say it again. Because this ain't no normal church. The are going to shake the world, man. Just chill with me for a little bit, okay? Because I ain't walking around here like, you know, oh, praise be to God. I know what I'm doing here, right? <laughs> you know, I got this readersdigest.com sermon. I'm going to preach it. It's going to be great. Now, I'm, I went and found this stuff for you, man. So you better believe it. Don't come in here like, I don't, I don't know if I can believe it about me. I just told you this is for you. How did I find it? You see, there you go. Britt got it. You got to get him with your spirit. Do you, why am I saying this? I could be reading Isaiah, whatever. I could be reading Ecclesia. I, I could be reading. Why am I reading this today? Thank you. Thank you. Can I get agreement in the earth? Can I get agreement in the earth? Look, this ain't my stuff. This is your stuff. This one word will set 2020 ablaze. Just go back and say, right, wait, it's over.